Hello and welcome to a pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan and I'll be your storyteller and editor for this episode. This game you're listening to is a collaborative effort between us here at A Pair of Dice Lost, the crew of Sponsored by Nobody, and Holden Shearer. You can find the At the Table full session experience at sponsoredbynobody.podbean.com and the newest version of Exalted vs. World of Darkness can be found at holdenshearer.wordpress.com. Links, as always, will be in the show notes. On this episode, you can't spell slaughter without laughter, and it's a big joke if you think a bunch of vampires even pose a threat to our atrocity of exalts. This is Exalted vs. World of Darkness, City of the Bull God, Season 1, Episode 11, Slaughter at the Temple of the Dog. Brendan as the Storyteller. Peter asks the writer star the Celestial Sensor SLR Twilight. Devin as End of Sadness of the Infernal Exalted. Holden as Layla Church and Infernal Exalted. And Sam as Rowan of a No Moon Lunar Exalted. I think things are going as satisfactory as they could go for us. The vampires, though, that's going to be a different conversation for them. Well, they certainly don't know what uh, what they're getting into, but they're about to learn pretty fast. As I recall, we left off with you guys uh, more or less doing a lineup as that uh, Layla started to go into her Shintai form. Rowan changed into a deer man? Yes. Yep. Uh, End of Sadness got some uh, demonic arms, if I recall. Uh, End of Sadness use their cast power, which means they're in a mirrored silvered Power Ranger suit and helmet floating. That's what it was. And Sir Rigel Star put on some sunglasses. All right, so we've already rolled initiative and gotten things out of the way. So starting us off at the top of initiative with 16 is going to be End of Sadness. So my one request is I spent an essence before the combat started to move it into my form. And I spent that on my firearm excellency. Is it okay if I swap that out for the occult excellency? It's going to come up for me next turn. So, it so, long as it, uh, yeah, so, so long as it, it, we're not like saying, yes, you did firearms and occult, then yeah, that's fine. That's no, totally no. cool with me. No, I just need to spend that essence and get a cult up and running for my next turn. And I just didn't realize Yeah, that's that. totally fine with me. Uh, oh, wait, no, I already spent it. I already spent it. Okay, so uh, End of Sadness, having moved slightly behind Layla, is going to focus their attention at the ceiling, where I'm guessing because this is a heritage building and a vampire lair, they have a sprinkler system, and is going to psychically wrench open the valves on the sprinkler system so everyone's being showered in. And this is really dependent on what kind of movie you're running for us, because if this is like a high-action Matrix movie, it's going to be clear water spraying down, making us look awesome and having wet t-shirts. If this is like a gritty horror movie, this is going to be sludge water, but either one is appropriate. I'm going to say, uh, given my knowledge of what that uh, you all can do, this is probably going to be uh, clear water right now, but there's a good chance that uh, it might start pulling from from some sludgy water from 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 the uh, from the river. Oh, yeah. Sprinkler systems are garbage. Don't ever get one set off on you. But yeah, I'm going to start the sprinkler system. So we're being rained on. Oh, thank you for minus one difficulty to everything I do. You're welcome. I'm a support <laughs> character. <laughs> wow. That's, that's me. Mm. 
that 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 is actually going to come in handy with the plan that I had for not not for for me for you with the plan that I was going to do. Mm-hmm. All so right, we'll uh, is there is there anything you had to roll for that, or do you just do it? I mean, you could make me roll if it's like opposed or it matters, but I feel like putting two hundred pounds of pressure on the valves and just flooding this place is like you can do this with a lighter. So I feel like this this is just something we can just move from unless you really want it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that that's not a problem in this case. Uh, the, the building's old, so it, it's not it's not like you're in like a new building where this might actually be a problem and they might have a little bit more sensors or anything that might be uh, yeah. harder to deal with. Since it's an old building uh, and that's what you're doing for your turn, uh, I'm totally cool with you just uh, doing that. Yeah, I, I could be full autoing these people. I am choosing not to. Next up at initiative 15... Uh, Obviously, I'm going to let the players go first because there are three people at initiative 15. Uh, do we want to have Rigel or Rowan go first? Let's well, let Rigel go first. Yeah, now that Rowan wants more of a you know, close combat character and I have an AoE spell queued up, might as well start. So, um, Rowan will just take a sidereal martial arts stance and unleashes black shards fall like ice. Um, how many people do you say are come together? I remember those setups were all together and I guess the ghouls are spread out around us so they wouldn't be hit unless I want to hit the rest of the party. Would that be fair? I will get... Uh, so the setups are going to all be uh, put together and I will give you one of the ghouls of your choice to be close by but I think that the other two are like the people who were in the back of the pews that didn't run. Sure thing. So I guess uh, I can take the one of the lowest initiative for you. Do, does damage have double X's? Double tens? No. I don't think so, no. Okay, and that's five points of damage coming to odds all of them. Lethal. Oh, boy. That's 10,000 little, you know, paper cranes, except made out of obsidian, just start filling the area. Okay, so I know that with vampires, lethal gets a little wonky. I think they can soak it. They can soak it. I know that they can soak it, but I know that sometimes lethal counts as bashing and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, That's for bullets because they're just making very small holes and organs that don't actually do anything. These are big, jagged chunks of obsidian just dropping out of the sky. Okay. Heard, heard, heard. Uh, you said five damage? Five damage. Okay. Um, so <laughs> ghoul one cannot soak that. So they just take five lethal. Uh, Ooh, fortitude was not his choice. Uh, it was potence. <laughs> <laughs> Headsetite, on the other hand, can soak that. He manages to soak four of it. Nice. Oh. The first one manages, uh, Cannibal Setite uh, on the list manages to only soak one. And the other one manages to soak nothing. Ooh. Yeah, that's rough. Oof. Oh, that's 50 points of damage altogether. Wow. That's so, horrifying. No one should have practiced like bullet catching. So, for those who have not got the power in front of them, what just happened is. Okay, our, um, our, our Don has just stomped his foot on the floor. The roof of the church sort of split apart, and uh, 
a rain of jagged shards of black glass dropped down and nearly bisected two vampires, one of the ghouls, and scratched up the, the last the head vampire. Yeah. Yeah. And now there's like huge chunks of volcanic glass like embedded in the pews and the It's uh, the also altar, the back of the church. It's also, it's also worth pointing out it's a cute little addendum that if there are any ghosts in that area, they also got fucking skewered in the in the ghost lands. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, that Oh yeah, that that attack that attack uh is that attack hits in the Shadowlands too. Not that we have any idea what's over there, but they're not having a good time if there was anybody around. Oh, with powers like these, we don't need to know. <laughs> so, Rowan. Well, we might as well take out the ghouls. Uh, and it might be a good idea to try to figure out how flurrying works in World of Darkness. It's one die penalty for each. Right? Um, one second. So... The way that works, I'm trying to remember. Is, if, oh, go ahead. Uh, the way that works is you start off by declaring how many actions you're going to take. Okay. Uh, then the first one suffers a minus one die penalty and also raises its difficulty by plus one. And then every action after that uh, suffers an increasing die penalty and a difficulty increase. Okay, so it's and at six. Yeah, and if you would. And if that would push the difficulty higher to nine, you can't take anymore. So let's try it. And no more than one of those actions can be an attack. Oh. Yeah, that's where the, the uh, multi-attack charms become useful. Okay. 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 Yeah. And each exalt uh, has it's set up this way because basically exalt dice pools are so damn big that otherwise every round would be just take eternity as people yes. could just crank out like five or six attacks. When we get to the point where that you might have to dodge or anything, it's not going to be like last time where that we were just like, oh, well, you already did an action, so you can't dodge. Like, okay. you, you can actually tr attempt to dodge this time. Okay, okay. Well, uh, then I won't clean up the little guys. Uh, who's closest to, to Rowan? I want to say that Ghoul 2 and 3 are probably the closest targets to you guys. I feel like you guys came about a quarter of the way into the church, and 2 and 3 are, like, in pews on, like, the left and right side of you all, whereas Ghoul 1 is, like, closer to the front, and uh, the Sedites are all on the pulpit. All right, so let's just turn a giant rack of antlers to Ghoul 3, and let's you're the guy with some sort of beastful frenzy that Rowan is unknown for. Here's the dexterity, excellency. Uh, difficulty six, yes? Uh, yeah. Since this is your first action, it would be a at a difficulty six. Okay. Or is it, are you still doing multiples? or? No, no, since I was just going to try to take out all the ghouls, but since I can't do that, I'll just take out ghoul three. Yep, yep, okay. Uh, that's only success, uh, four successes. Okay, I'm going to try and have them dodge you. At difficulty six, since this is their first action. Which will use up their action for the round. Since they're getting attacked for their turn, they're aborting to defense. Uh, yes, could they declare that they're dodging and attacking? So that plus one difficulty, minus one die, and then... The most 
Uh, well, wait a minute. Who's he attacking? Three? Yeah, he's attacking three. Mm, it's technically his initiative right now, so... Hmm. I figured I that since... you to make it easier. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that since that, uh, that they could theoretically uh, declare a flurry if that they wanted to... Uh, inter- well, no, I guess since it's not their turn... They can't. World of Darkness combat like always confuses me. Initiative lock them. So I think that they could declare it as soon as they can declare it and, you know, just say that, hey, yeah, they're flooring in defense. Might as well. Yeah, I've. I've it's It's been uh, long enough that I've forgotten what happens on uh, simultaneous initiative. I think you're supposed to look at the stats, decide who goes first, but whatever. Yeah, it's like higher decks or something, but I've always just said, uh, I, players go I first. Can- I can almost guarantee you that Rowan has higher decks. Okay, in that case, then yes, then he's technically, uh, he's aborting to defense before his turn, so that will cost him any other actions. Then you're taking you're attacking Ghoul 3 then? Yes, sure. Okay. That's an interesting good thing to note. Uh, I didn't realize you could do that to kind of uh, mess with the uh, initiative order. Oh yeah, initiative, uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, and uh, uh, initiative is good because it will let you lock up people. Uh, they, they basically have to choose between defending themselves or just soaking it and hoping for the best. Well, he got two successes to try and dodge, so you do hit with a three-success threshold. Okay. Um, so that is your strength plus two plus whatever other damage you do? Uh, so for having antlers, I get strength plus two. Okay, and then you get the two, uh, I'm sorry, the the three, I'm sorry. So strength plus two plus three. Okay, so ten. Damn, okay, roll that. Damage dice. Lethal. (laughs) Uh, Six. Okay, bud. (laughs) I I mean, they are antlers goring into a person's body. You're right. Uh, So this is not a judgment zone. (laughs) <laughs> like a uh, like someone who's speeding down the back roads of in in a nice car going around a corner and then suddenly they see a deer running at them this man is completely thrown off off kilter as your horns like just pierce through him and like gore him and just throw him back like deer They're, in the headlights, except that the car has antlers. <laughs> A moment except of in this case, for the, in this for case the dearly departed. The... Oh no! Oh. oh no! It's begun. Oh, he go. He goes back and he hits the back wall with a th- sickening thud and like slides down. Uh. He is going to use his turn at initiative 15 um, to play dead. Um, do any of you all want to want, want to deny him that, or do we want to just say he plays dead? He plays dead. Sure, old stealth. Yeah, that's good. He has a survival instinct, and the Sedites have not started yelling at him yet. <laughs> Uh, I mean, he could use his one blood point to heal one wound. <laughs> you know what? That's actually not a bad idea. Uh, thank you for reminding me about that. He's going to do that. <laughs> he has to spend his turn in concentration. 
Yeah, yeah, he said to just turn to concentration to do that. Ah. Uh, so, next up is going to be the headsetite. Ooh-wee. Who is going to stare at you all in absolute confusion. Maybe not terror, but like... I don't want to say that he's seen these kinds of things before, but he may have been in a uh, a fight or two with a with a werewolf before. And he is going to use one of his disciplines uh, to vanish from the mind's eye. Ooh. So, who has the highest wits plus alertness? I have four. Plus alertness. Wits plus alertness. Three. Crocodile has six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is why I need an intern vampire. He had aw specs. Piece of shit, dump me. Rowan? <laughs> Rowan has four. He has no alertness or awareness at all. Okay, so six is his total difficulty that he needs to try and beat. Uh,. He is going to be rolling his Charisma plus Stealth with five successes from y'all's line of sight. Even the water coming down, he vanishes from your sight. Nice. All right. After 14 is going to be Ghoul 2, who just saw his buddy get messed up, is going to pull out his 9mm and shoot at the fucking deer. <laughs> I know. Rowan, have you been practicing bullet catching? <laughs> I have not, sir. <laughs> so this is the point where we take the flurry for the next action. So this is I take a minus one on this action and then a minus and one on the next action. Uh, minus one on this action and the difficulty goes up by one. Uh no, you would have nope. need to have declared uh how many actions you were reserving for your flurry. Oh. So on your turn, you say, okay, I'm going to be doing two actions. One of them is attack, another one you keep. And could say, okay, I'm calling it for dodging or parrying or something. Yeah, and uh, the penalties that. start on the first, on the very yeah. first action, not the second. Okay. Okay. Right. Although, so, since no the, although since clearly the intent was to do that, I think it's yeah. fine if we just... Yeah, yeah, the, the intent's to do that. I kind of imagine that y'all's intent, especially that things continue to go forward is probably to do that so yeah let's just remember to declare that so that we're uh working within the system okay so that puts it basically minus two dice and uh difficulty plus seven two here so oh would it be oh, okay yeah so, so eight, be difficulty eight. eight okay difficulty eight uh minus two dice no difficulty is just one uh that would give the ghoul back one piece of health okay I figure that's a fair trade. So, uh, dexterity plus dodge? Dodge Yep, dex and dodge. Dex and athletics, yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because dodge is not in in here. Uh, So, parry those bullets through your fists. I mean, you can technically do that. Okay, so with seven dice, I got uh, five successes. (laughs) Wow, bud. At eight? Wow, okay. Is that right? Diff eight? Two, three, four. Yeah, I got an eight, nine, eight, nine, ten. Jesus. Okay. 
<laughs> I rolled really well on that one. <laughs> he only got yeah. two successes, so you managed to, uh, you know, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a bullet. All right. Yeah, he got a he got a seven one seven nine. So it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't even go to soak. You legitimately jump out of the way of a speeding bullet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Layla. Oh boy. So this is the point where that pulsing, glowing, fleshy cocoon uh, splits apart into, just burns apart in a wash of emerald fire. And uh, what's standing in its place is seven feet of, you want to call it a centaur, but if the basis of a centaur was a ram rather than a horse... So, shaggy hooves, uh, Layla, uh, upper body, enormous curling horns, and the arms uh, beneath the elbows are just two long serrated brass blades. Oh boy. Terrifying. Horrifying. Yeah, there's about... uh, Yeah, so she's just standing there for, for a moment, scanning the room. Uh, head vampire seems to be missing now. And also, uh, the pews and altar and everything else appear to have just sprouted a forest of black glass for some reason. We'll figure that out later. Uh, With the uh, rain coming down from the sprinkler system just pattering off her, uh, her horns. Before she cracks her neck and a, the air around her coalesces into hunks of steaming brass and broken masonry and uh, shattered stone that uh, coalesce all across her body forming this broken uneven armor like a second skin it starts glowing with demonic script as I'm turning on Viridian Legend Exoskeleton as well. Oof. And then and then in the, about the space of a, the time it takes to blink, she's clear on the other side of the church and uh, the Sudite who dabbled in Diablery is probably in two pieces at this point. Let's roll and find out. Uh, yeah. Um, it's a good question. I mean, he's going to try and dodge. Okay. I mean... Wound penalties. Bribing the keyword there. (laughs) Okay, that's better. That's five successes. He has a chance. So you say there's a chance. I did not say there was a chance, actually. Uh, What happens when he botches? Do you get, like, an extra damage die? Uh, no, he's just going to die in a particularly humiliating fashion, I guess. Okay, it, it's going to be very humiliating. Uh, pretty much a botch is whatever you say it is. So. so you're coming right at him. He's going to scramble to try and get out of the way. Uh, go ahead and roll me that damage to see how much... Because you're going to hit him. I just want to know how bad you hit him. Uh, you got full okay. successes, obviously. Well, I got six strength in this form. Uh, my, and plus two lethal damage blades, so... Eight, uh, and then five successes. Oh, that's this is going to be ugly. 
13 dice. One to do subtract. And that would be, I don't know, five successes. All right, he manages to soak one. Don't I believe that that fills up his health track. Um, he basically just kind of falls down looking pretty dead. Uh, yeah, you have completely messed this guy up. So after Layla at eight, it's Whisper and Sedite three. So uh, Whisper being a uh, player character uh, NPC, I'm going to let them go first. Excellent. Uh, Whispers of the Labyrinth will bolt towards who's standing. Ghoul one is probably still standing and Sedite three is still standing, right? Yes. All right. Whispers of the Labyrinth is going to run for Ghoul 1 uh, and get them with their bare hands because they're a crocodile monster. Uh, bu- 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 Dex plus Brawl. Oh, my God. Nine dice. Oh, and one subtract because he's but a mortal. Uh, three successes to, like, just jump this guy. Like, Whispers of the Labyrinth is going to jump on this person and just start, like, biting and tearing into them like a wild animal in man form. That was Ghoul 2, you said? Ghoul 1. Oh, Ghoul 1. I'm sorry. I don't think he um, yet. <laughs> he, uh... He's gonna try and dodge, since... He has the opportunity to. Um, addendum to that? Yes. I forgot that uh, I get minus one difficulty on all rolls, and I'm wet. <laughs> due to boiling sea mastery. So, yeah, that actually, that should have been um, nine successes and not five. <laughs> Four more. Excellent. Wow. Four more. <laughs> I assume that he's still in torpor, unless, of course, you fill it all up with ag, but he looks really dead to you. Oh, yeah, God. He must barely be even hanging together in one piece at this point. Okay. Um, how many successes did Whispers get to hit? Three. So this guy somehow managed to get a three on three dice. Hey, he lives. So he sees the crocodile man coming at him and just kind of like starts backing up like just like no, 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 no. And is like trying to pull out like his his nine millimeter and like the thing is just jamming and he is clearly freaking out. Oh, yeah. Whispers is going on all fours beast mode style like the lizard man. It's not safe looking. He, he does not enjoy this. Uh, so that was let's see. So that was ghoul one's turn being wasted. So now it is Setite three's turn, who is going to try to go for a Hail Mary pass here as they are going to use. Dread Gaze. Uh, the Presence 2 ability does not say whether or not that it requires actual eye contact. So they're uh, going to... Presence, in general, people have to be looking at you. So it doesn't have to be eye contact. Eye contact is for Dominate. Right. Uh, this one is going to try and use Dread Gaze to cause you all to try and flee the area. Which is probably... Oh boy, it's... Oh boy. Best idea. It's going to roll its charisma plus intimidation versus a difficulty of the victim's wits and courage. I feel like this should probably be willpower in you guys' case because I don't think you guys have courage. 
car wreck, just, yeah. If it tells you to roll something you don't have, just roll willpower instead. What is y'all's willpower? The lowest is five of Layla. No, uh, seven of Layla's. And the highest is ten? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, Minus you never, never set a difficulty higher than nine because reasons. Yeah. Math reasons. I severely doubt that they're going to be able to get this, but let's see. Because, <laughs> you know, they're already at minus two dice. You spend a willpower. Okay. Uh, Layla was at five, right? Seven. Seven. Oh, I'm sorry. Who was at five? Uh, I accidentally looked at her temporary, not her permanent willpower. Oh, so the lowest is a seven then. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, they. the highest die that they rolled is a six. So no. Ow. So no. They bare their fangs and, like, hiss menacingly at you guys and, like, try and assert their dominance over you all through, like, some kind of, like, mental, yeah. uh, me- mental, like, discipline to try and, like, basically just freak you all out. And I feel like there's a moment where that you all hear the hissing look and then go back to what you're doing. I mean, if you spend a willpower, that would be one success in Layla, which, you know, frightened her a little or something. Which would suck. Uh, I, I've, I, already, I already made the roll, so... Yeah. Uh, sure thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go with it. I... I feel, I feel like that they were not expecting this to go the way that it has been. Mm. It, they're kind of a thing that's been working out in y'all's advantage. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, Sedite Three's turn. Uh, Ghoul One tried to dodge, I believe. Yep. And managed to. So I believe that now we are back at the top of initiative. There is still clear water coming down as things are really going your way, bud. All right. Tears in the rain. Oh, my God. (laughs) So on my initiative, uh, since previously I spent my Occult Excellency, I only got three successes last time on activating Mind Hand Manipulation, so I'm going to spend an Essence again and reactivate it with my Excellency active. A thing I couldn't do previously because I can only spend one Essence a turn. (laughs) So let's try for better than three. So seven. Before we go on. Yes. Yeah. Um, Technically, we actually re-roll initiative at the beginning of each turn, unless we want to just say fuck it and just leave it with static initiative for the sake of speeding things up. (laughs) It, It really adds a little bit more time when it's online. It does. Uh, tactical. I mean, with, uh, I'm, I'm just going to say this because we're, you know, recording podcasts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Discussion. No, let's, let's hear um, the insights. Yeah. So, I mean, in this case, like very clearly, this is a curb stomp. And the question isn't if we're going to win. The question is just how many resources we're going to spend winning. And if anyone is going to take even a single point of damage along the way. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not that important. <laughs> But because of the way this system, uh, you know, preemptive actions can jam up action economy uh, if you decide to abort to defense, that sort of uh, element of shifting initiative from round to round is actually like really tactically important because 
otherwise, uh, I mean, you know, you, if you just start off with a bad roll, uh, it, it could leave you on the back foot for the entire fight. You know, can I throw a suggestion out there? Uh, uh, in when this case, it really doesn't matter that much because yeah. this is a blowout. But yeah, here's here's my pitch like, for that. It then is set up about, that way for a reason. Yeah. So how about when we start a fight, um, we roll like five turns worth of initiative right at the start, so that we're not starting every turn doing like, this. That's just something that is a fucking great idea. And in fact, uh, that's such a good idea. I'm probably. If uh, if Rand doesn't kill me for unfreezing the text lock on chapter two, I will probably put that in as a suggestion in the book. Oh, thanks. Um, my thought was that none of the mechanics, none of the mechanics interact okay. with the initiative rolls, so I, I felt it was a safe pick. I'll probably there's probably one or two. Char- there's a few charms that do, but yeah, yeah, but none of us have them. Yeah. None of us have them. Yeah, uh, since we're on a spreadsheet, I can program it to make it re-roll each time, and that'll be easier. Next time. Yeah, yeah. Ne- next combat, we can uh, we can definitely do that. Cool. Okay, uh, so when I re-rolled my 10 manipulation, I got seven successes instead of three, which means that instead of being able to manipulate 200 pounds of material, I am now capable of manipulating 3,000 pounds. What the hell?! So, might have manipulation. It's fun. Look, I'm going to fess up to something. I've always said mind emulation sucks and is boring and is a big waste of time being an infernal exalted. And I feel on some level that's true with how second edition shook out and how it respected your resources and your XP spending. But this one charm version of it with like not having to worry about buying like eight other widgets, real real sexy. You know, it's one be <laughs> over. <laughs> So I will uh, reach out and grab 3,000 pounds worth of jagged metal glass obsidian shards and dangerous pieces of broken wood and plaster and like bodies and damage that I'm allowed to manipulate. And I will start spinning them rapidly like a buzzsaw directly centered on where the vampire went missing, spreading out until it interacts with like, you know, just shy of us in like a maelstrom. I'm not going to see that guy. I'm not going to know if he's there, but fuck him. If he is there, he's going to get messed up. Because I'm banking he's not that fast yet. Um, well, I mean, you'd st- you should still probably roll it anyway, because there are some vampires in the way anyway. And at least oh. one ghoul. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> and yeah, I'll like target stairways and stuff with like the big debris and shit if I can. But I, I got two successes. Okay, two successes. I guess the... the- Let's see. Uh, dude in Torpor, I'm going to just kind of say, is laying on the ground. Uh, do you want to attack him or not? No, no. He's inventory now. I'm going to leave him there. Okay. I'm going to see if the, the, the two the... that you can see can dodge. Shedite and the ghoul are going to both try and spend a willpower for an auto success and try and dodge. Good luck. And, uh, and give up their turns. All right, that's uh, me trying Sedite to. does the... not dodge. Oh god. Okay. Uh, the ghoul manages to. Uh, they rolled a ten plus the willpower would be a three. They really want it. They really. They want really it. want it. They, they, they really, they really want to live. 
Okay, that was my strategy for trying to deal with the headite. Uh, I hope someone else has a trick. Oh god, our initiative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do I. Um, how much damage did you deal with uh, with that? Because you do hit setite three. Two successes, so whatever you... It doesn't really give you rules for that. I'm just trying to fuck the environment. Um, like, let's see. Environment, rattle. I'm going to say... I'm going to say four damage plus two. Okay. There's a bunch of glass and bullshit in there. Right? Like, it's ghost oh, glass, so, yeah. too. You can't just buy that from the store. It's like Carl selling his house in Octane Hunger Force. Hey, that's elfin blood coming out of that fountain. You know? It's imported. Okay. Go ahead and roll your damage. Three. All right. Uh, they soak one damage, but that's uh, not enough. That would put them in torpor as well. Uh, so you just cut them up and they just like the light fades from their eyes and they just go down as uh, death by a thousand cuts happens. Fucking hardcore. Awesome. Could not be happier with how that turned out. Does Ghoul 1 also get hurt? Uh, Ghoul 1 managed to dodge. I'm going to say they probably like dove on the ground like they were going out at a uh, slip and slide at, at, their, at a children's birthday party. Perfect, right where the gator is. Oh, no. <laughs> chomfy, chomfy. Next on initiative is uh, 15, so that would be either Rigel or Rowan. Is there some way I can roll perception and something to try to find that invisible guy? Even with excellency or something, or would that not work? Yeah, even with an excellency? Yeah, that should work. Let me just look up exactly what the role is. Isn't it yeah. awareness, Pete? Isn't that supernatural perception? Can't you just, like, shift yourself into that? There's there's rules for busting through Obfuscate with supernatural uh, perception. Is the darkness? So, in the Vampire book, it specifically states perception and alertness at a difficulty of 8. Oh, awesome. Okay, um, let's see. So, yeah, four. seeing the unseen. So, that's 8 dice for me. I will activate my, um, what was that, heaven turning calculation. So, I spent 1 essence to substitute uh, int for the roll, so that will be 10 dice. Let me just keep track of everything. I'm going to declare that I'm doing two actions. That will be a difficulty 9, 10 dice. So all two successes. As it all of this is going on, you can see that the vampire, ha or that the headsetite, has booked it as fast as he could and is actually... Uh, just outside of the range of the swirling melee of glass and shards and everything, and is basically running right at you. Okay. I, I, I hate to interrupt, but I have a question. Yes. Yeah. Aren't I standing right in the middle of that hellstorm of glass and torn wood and everything else? I'm, uh, I I'm angling it around you because I have psychic control. Oh, okay. He did say that as at you, so a smaller area sweep. Yeah, I'm sweeping, but I definitely am not putting you in harm's way. That's off the table for uh, my actions here. Okay, and okay. for my second action, I want to activate my supernal craftsman needs no tools, so I spend an essence on that. 
And with Supernova Effect, it means I can conjure up some heavy machinery. So I would like to conjure up a giant bulldozer and sweep some you know, debris and what have you towards the door to blockade it, along with like a dozen of my assistants just you know, barricade it so that nobody can get out of here. Wait, so we were allowed to bring bulldozers? <laughs> no, I conjured it up out of my anima. Oh boy, okay. Heavy machinery. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, yeah, fortify the wall, fix up the castle. That's a power. So that's your turn then? Yep, that's my turn. Okay. So, uh, Rowan is next at uh, 15. What you doing, Rowan? Uh, Rowan locks eyes at the guy who shot at him and is just going to basically, I assume, while all the pews are moving, vault over them to, again, catch them in the antlers and just pin him down to the ground with horrendous force. Uh, so we'll use his dexterity excellency and ha- I will save an action for dodging. So that's seven dice. And he botches. Oh no. He botches. Oh, no. Okay, that might be a problem. World of darkness. So I gain a limit. He's going to like see you coming and just like, oh no, oh no, oh no, and just kind of like focus on his gun and then like you hit the uh your antlers against the uh against the wall next to him, like, just barely missing him, and, like, for a moment, you're stuck. (laughs) Next up, there are two people at Initiative 14. There's the the Headsetite, and then there's Ghoul 2. I'm gonna have Ghoul 2 go first, because he's right (laughs) next to Rowan. And see Help. what happens when a nine millimeter gets leveled against a uh, a deer's head, a deer man's head. I'm stuck in the wall. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> he is going to muster up all of his courage, given all of this bullshit, and also noticing that the entrance is blocked, or he can't get out of here. He's going to spend a point of willpower to get an auto success here. Oh, dear. He's going to hit you with one success. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. How shit did he roll? Uh, it was literally only the willpower that got it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, so he's going to roll damage? Uh, I did say that I was going to save one of my actions. Yeah, but then you botched. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, He's going to roll damage and get two successes, uh, which would be two lethal coming your way. Roll, soak. Oh, right, I get to roll. Now we get to watch him so- soak an entire point-blank nine-millimeter round. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and soak, again, is dexterity... Uh, no, stamina. Uh, just stamina. Just stamina. Just, just Raw stamina. At difficulty, six. Uh, that's one. Okay, so you take one lethal. Somebody got scratched. <laughs> right. So... Next up is the headsetite at 14, who is who has not stopped running towards Rigel. Almost like Rigel was his target the whole time. Oh no. He's going to choice. base. 
he's going to jump at Rigel and try to like grab him. And if he's successful, he's going to make a uh, he's going to he, he doesn't know any better. <laughs> he's going to make a uh, he's going to use his serpent's tongue to try and drain some blood from Rigel. Oh, no. Oh, oh buddy. So what this is my Don character that had you know, the sunlight blood. I mean, you're already packing sunlight. So yeah, I guess was, I'm in a bulldozer or something like that that you know vanishes as soon as I get attacked and disturbed. So that's fine. Yeah, as soon as, soon as the crafting gets disturbed, your little helpers vanish because <laughs> yep. you brought your tools out in the middle of a fight, so the animation gets interrupted. Yep. <laughs> okay, so he's going to leap onto Rigel with five successes. Probably um, ought to heal that lethal he's got, too, so he's got some room to suck blood. Okay, so he's going to land on Rigel with five successes. Well, I don't have any more actions to dodge, so yes, he does. Oh, no, Ooh, dear. Pete, you can't die. He capped that what you had. <laughs> uh, actually, this is bad. Vampires bite for ag. That's... And this is the tongue thing, so that's ag plus one, I think. Oh... Ooh, uh, difficulty yeah. six, strength damage, may drink blood on the on the next turn as though she had sunk her fangs in the victim's neck. Yeah, fair enough. He tapped the pointy hat. Okay. On plus side, the fun doesn't really start till next turn, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna hurt. I know. It's going to deal two aggravated damage. Only two, jeez. Well, which luckily solars can soak at or Exalts can soak egg. Oh, okay. Yep. Let me roll my one measly die. Ooh. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, soaking I mean, egg Mac. is like is like our superpower. <laughs> it's so good. I rolled a one, so I think that's a botch. Which does nothing. Ha ha ha. Hooray. <laughs> so you take two aggravated damage. Yep. Jim. Holy uh, shit. And I believe that you are also now, in, uh, because of the uh, the serpent's tongue, you are also now in the thrall of uh, the the embrace, or not the embrace, the uh, the kiss, the kiss. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was his turn. Um, he is now out of obfuscate and on top of Rigel, uh, drinking some blood. My turn. Your turn. So it's that is that hell storm of like debris still swirling in the middle of the room? Once I can recognize what's going on, I can turn it on or off however you want. Just let me know. Like, let the character know what you want. They're pretty intuitive. That's that is a wonderful, wonderful piece of advice. That is a wonderful piece of advice. Definitely, yeah. So the thing is, in this form, uh. Layla has like a ground speed of 96 yards per turn. So what actually happens uh, is that there is just this horrible shredding noise as her hooves tear apart the hardwood floor of the church. Uh, That big storm of churning debris gets a big fucking lane smashed right through the middle of it. And there's a fair chance that the the head setite the the headite is uh, probably in two pieces right now. Let's roll and find out. 
he is too enthralled with what he's doing right now. I would definitely say that uh, given the speed that you're moving at, uh, you might take some environmental damage from the uh, from the whirling mass. Uh, oh, I would only say maybe like uh, what uh, Devin, if you could roll like one damage die just to see if you even get a success. I'd be surprised if I didn't. I mean, I'm not worried. You have Viridian Le- Legend Exoskeleton on. You're fine. Oh, yeah, I've got like Yeah, I rolled a so three. Nice. Okay, fine. yeah, so uh, I uh, got, gotta keep it up to the dice. Infernal. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so there's some sparks off of the uh, the off of the uh, the debris and metal yeah, the and the glass armor. that's hitting you. Yeah. yeah. It looks super rad. There's some sparks off the armor, and now let's see how that uh, attack roll goes. Oh, four successes. Oof. Uh, well, he is in the thralls of uh, feeding off of Rigel, so I don't think he's gonna notice you coming. Also, he can't really dodge. That's true. So go ahead and roll that damage, and we'll see what he can soak. Uh, that would be... Oh, wait a sec. Fuck, I forgot one subtract. So that would be four successes. He manages to soak... uh, Are you dealing ag or uh, lethal? Just lethal. He's going to manage to soak two. Okay, so that puts him at... uh, hmm, What, like... uh, Okay, so he's at minus one. Cool, mm-hmm. so that's a good ch- time for me to activate Green Sun Nimbus Flare, which I get to do after the attack roll. Name pass. Oh, <laughs> what does this do? Uh, let's see. Well, this causes him to burn from the inside out with green radioactive fire. And uh, it inflicts the highest of my strength, charisma, or intelligence in levels of automatic aggravated damage. Oh boy! Uh, at the life? moment, I have strength six. Just <laughs> <gasps> like automatic aggravated. Holy shit! Okay, yeah, it cost me a point of essence just to use it, but yes, he uh, cannot soak that. He goes down. <laughs> He's in like super uh, at- <laughs> So Layla goes through him and probably also his tongue. Uh, doesn't split him apart, but then a moment later, the atomic eruption inside of his torso does. And here we are. So he just explodes. Oh. That, that's a full track of aggravated damage. He, does, he, goes, he starts going into Torpor, and then he just explodes on top of Rigel. Oh. Kaboomski. I had so many plans for him. Ah. Uh. Something so, and, and here we are. Rip guy. With all of these Sedites down, the ghouls that are left are going to immediately recognize what's going on and immediately drop their guns and hands go in the air. The term was unconditional surrender, after all. So, uh, ghoul to the one who had just shot, uh, the one who just shot Rowan, uh, looks to the deer man and just kind of goes ah! and runs away. <laughs> it's a good thing I'm still stuck in this wall. 
you you will you you pry yourself out of the wall uh after a moment but he does get enough time to get uh to just start booking it towards one of the windows and then dive out of it unless anyone stops him i would like to catch him with my mind with, with your mind powers <laughs> just just gently drag him back over the windowsill back into the middle where the other ghouls are there is a moment where that he is caught in midair realizes what's going on and like grabs onto the windowsill like the actual window frame grabs some jagged glass like yelps and like it looks almost like for a moment like he's trying to swim away from you until that you like drop him yeah we'll do that to any of the ghouls that try to leave just put them back in the uh the the, the the one ghoul that was close to the front uh is upon closer inspection is playing dead Every now and again, you guys do see him, like, pop an eye open to see what's going on before closing it and looking looking movie dead. Is he, like, we'll have, Rob Liefeld dead? Well, uh... He, he is doing his best to pretend to be dead. It's not the best. Like, Whispers will, uh... will, like, zip-tie, handcuff these guys. Why do you have zip-ties? Easier than breaking their limbs? That was Whisper's response. Fair enough. There's there's one very dead sedite and two in torpor sedites. Two ghouls that are pretty badly hurt and one guy who has a bloody hand. He he got the better end of the deal here. Uh which got which person do you want to interrogate and talk to? I'm gonna make a point of uh giving uh, Rigel, like, I don't know, bandages, uh, pads, and tampons to stuff in their wounds that they have. You know, field dressing. They're snake wounds. <laughs> snake wounds. Snake wounds. I sure hope snake wounds can be stuffed up with, like, cotton and stuff and, like, put some tape on it. I sure hope that's normal. Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not leave a review or tell a friend about us? It helps get the word out about the work that we put into this show. If you wanted to ask us any questions, you can contact us through Twitter at A Pair of Dice Lost or email us at A Pair of Dice Lost at gmail.com. The theme song for this game is Rulers of Our Lands by Raphael Crux, used under a Creative Commons license. Other music in this episode was done by Kevin McLeod, Alexander Nakarada, and X Taker UX. I'll put the full list in the show notes. And for making it this far, go ahead and regain a mode of essence. <laughs>